Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host. Thank you for listening in today. If you're new to the podcast series, I'd love for you to subscribe. So please give me a positive rating on iTunes if you can. It's always great to have people spread the good word. As you may know, we are building a movement of motivated and brief communicators. People that are really committed to being clear and concise. So thanks for joining us. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. I'm the founder and managing director of the ReFlab, where we help leaders and their organizations master concise communication. The point of this podcast is pretty straightforward. Identify key moments when brevity can make you and your ideas stand out. The impact of concise communication affects not only you and how you explain your bright ideas and your plans and your strategies, but also how you build your career and succeed when others around you struggle. Brevity is tough. It's hard work. And when people do it, the differences are noticeable and immediate. So I am really excited to be here again today. Today's show is something that is near and dear to my heart. I just got back from a a conference in Toronto. And the point of today's podcast is really owning a message by making it your own. So let me give you the backstory here. I am working with a company that has about 8,000 employees. It's a pretty big company. And in the last 10 years, they have tripled in size. So they are growing like crazy. And their head of sales, their chief sales officer, approached me and, uh, and he said, hey, we would like you to help us with our value proposition, which is kind of a fancy corporate word for the reason why people buy from them. Basically, their corporate story, their elevator pitch. Now, when people build these things historically, they often get to be pretty confusing, pretty complicated. They run long. They're hard to explain. Uh, they're never really that, 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 that effective. Surprisingly, because they're supposed to be an elevator pitch, they turn it into kind of a sales pitch. So I started working with these, uh, these people a few months ago, and we really crafted a very clear and concise narrative a story to help them explain you know, who they are and what they do and why they exist and how they do what they do and really ex- in a way that is pretty compelling. So I, um, I was one of their keynotes yesterday in, in, uh, in Toronto and I was standing up in front of their top 300 meeting uh, leaders, the global leadership um, team. And it was remarkable and ironic actually was the theme of their show was own it. And the directive of the senior managers were, hey, listen, we're all getting, getting together you know, once a year as the top 300 leaders of the organization, and we really need to uh, you know, get our arms around the strategy of the business and the customers that we serve and the markets that we're going after. And, and if we, the 300 leaders, don't own it, how can we expect the rest of the organization to, to embrace it and to, and to follow suit? So what we did was we... We unveiled the value proposition, this, the corporate story to their top 300 leaders. And the risks were, were pretty clear. I mean, I've, I've done this many times in the past, so what, what might happen? You know, you go to a conference and, you know, a few people are sitting in chairs and they're nodding their heads going, yeah, this makes sense, but they're trying hard to understand it. Um, they're sort of in and out listening. They're not really necessarily following. They want to they wanna be interested, but they're not necessarily that interested. And they're maybe missing some of the key ideas. Um, these things are often presented in that are laden with corporate speak, so they they tend to be kind of fancy words and complicated phrases, and 
certainly hard to understand and, and even more difficult to remember. And they often can feel like a script, like you have to memorize something. And you know, people don't like to memorize scripts because they feel like they're in, they're putting on a play. And least but not, last but not least, one of the issues that really happens in quite a few of these is that they're just boring. Honestly, they're just boring. So we got on stage and we unveiled this, and our our intention was to tell a story and to make that story concise. And, and we did that, and it was really pretty effective. And you can you could see it in people people's eyes that they began to. It made sense to them. And we followed a basic principle to getting somebody to own something. You first, the first thing you have to do is you have to, you have to make it logical. Make it simple, make it logical. So we did that. And we broke that story into, into four pieces. You know, The what of the story. What really is the point? The, the why of the story. Well, why is it needed? The how. What are the pieces? that are necessary in order to make the story come true. And really, like all great stories have, it's like, what's, what's the happy ending? What's the, what's the payoff of the story? What's the, the so what of the story? So we did that. And we broke those pieces. We made it logical for people. And we, we repeated it a few times in, in really plain English. It's really easy to follow. And the story centered around passion and the people and how passionate their people were. And they made a decision that they, made, they wanted to make the story about that versus revenue or growth or around the passion of the people and the role that they played every day in their job. So really, it's a really exciting story. So that was the first thing is, is we made it logical. The second thing to own it is people have to make it personal. They have to, 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 to speak the story, to explain the story to themselves in their own words and to internalize it. Because you can't just give somebody a script and then tell them, okay, just read this. Because it's not authentic. You know, the, the really, the big reason behind owning a message and making it your own is that only real authenticity works. If it's not authentic, people can see through it. They can see that it's fake. It's not real. It's just, it's boring corporate lingo, jargon. They want to hear you speak. And actually, more importantly, they, you want to be able to do that too because that's, that feels real. It, you, nobody wants to just go through the motions. So the second thing we, we got everybody to, to do was to get on the same page and just let's internalize this. Let's make it personal. Let's, let's make, does it make sense to me? So we actually had a, one of the senior leaders got up on stage and she just, in her own words, explained the story, told the story in her own words. And we didn't have her memorize it. She just, she used her own cues, but she followed the formula of what the story was about, but she made it her own. And it was really remarkable to see that. And later on in the afternoon, was really cool uh, because we do these workshops at the brief level. We go out and we work with teams. We had, um, you know, myself and a colleague work with those people for, you know, two hours, groups of 75. And we just had them talk to each other about the story and give examples and, and make it their own. And in the beginning, it was hard. It was awkward. Uh, people were trying to get their head wrapped around it. But we gave them a chance, a safe place for them to do that, you know, like to, to say it the wrong way, um, to to f- to, to, to walk through the story and to try to explain it in their own words and how to start it, how to end it, where the transitions were, really to understand, like, what, was, what is the story that we're trying to explain? And, you know, one of the things that we do to get everybody on the same page is you have to give people an opportunity to tell it a few times and to, and to, and to really make it their own. It's almost like a discovery process. Um, one of the things that happens in these scenarios, and this is a risk that people run, is that um, 
they convert they can convert a story like the telling of a story the explaining of the story the narrating of a story into a sales pitch there and i call it like telling versus selling so we tell people your job is to tell the story not to sell people and one of the insights is that stories don't end in yes you don't agree with the story you understand a story you get it so we told them just tell it don't try to make it a sales pitch or a close so they did that and they did that for a few hours and they started really internalizing it and and then they went from like, okay, I understand the story. I'm, I'm personalizing it. I'm making it my own. I'm getting everybody on the same page to, to make the story their own. And then the final piece was inserting passion into the story. I mean, passion is a, it's, a, it's, a, it's infectious. You know, people love to hear a good story. And they like to hear a story that you want to tell. And owning it is really that. It's, you pass from like, it's not mine to I get it. I understand it. I've personalized it, I've made it my own, and now I'm excited to tell it. And one way that I saw this really happen in people is almost like they're discovering this for the first time. It's like a discovery. It's like, wow, I, this is why I work here, and this is why we do what we do, and this is why people buy from us. In fact, one of the guys pulled me aside, and he says, I've been working here for 15 years, and I just love, he's saying this to me, how you explain our story and how excited you get. And I'm like, I love your story. I tell it that way because it's a great story. And he was like, I, I agree. And I, I think so too. And he started telling. So you could see this transformation, people really owning it. Well, that's what happened yesterday. It was really cool. It was, good to, it was really amazing to see how a small group of people, senior leaders, took this out to 300 people. And we gave them the chance to really own it. And now what's really great is they're going to go back to their offices all over the world. And they're going to tell their teams. We've given them the tools to be able to do that. Some basic one-pagers and some narrative maps and some key cues and a couple of little videos. And, and uh, they're going to share that with their team and they're going to spread the word. So it was really exciting to see that. So to kind of wrap this up, one final thought. You know, the only meaningful personal messages are the ones that get through. If you don't make it personal, if you don't own it, those messages won't get through. Thank you so much for joining me. Just Saying is a podcast meant for you and for sharing. So please help me spread the word that less is more. If you want more information on our programs at The Brief Lab for teams and organizations, please go to our website at www.thebrieflab.com. You can also reach out to me directly via email at jmccormack at thebrieflab.com. I answer inquiries personally and really love hearing from listeners. Just saying.